This is the Magellan Journal, a podcast series here to help you navigate EU opportunities. We remove the noise around current EU issues on different topics, such as transport and environment, each time through the perspective of a different expert. This is the Magellan Journal, a podcast series here to help you navigate through EU opportunities. We remove the noise around current EU issues on different topics, such as transport and environment, each time through the perspective of a different expert. In this podcast, we speak to Fernando Lieza, Secretary General of the European Technology Platform ALICE, about supply chain and logistics. Hello, Fernando. So can you please present yourself briefly, uh, present the ALICE Technology Platform and what is your role in it? Hello, Andrea. Thank you for inviting us to do this uh, podcast. I'm Fernando Liesa. I'm the Secretary General of uh, ALICE, the Alliance for Logistics Innovation. Through collaboration in, in Europe, as a technology platform, we provide research and innovation recommendations to the European Commission member states and, and our industry members. We have 140 members from very different type of stakeholders in logistics, and we also look into trends and technologies and how the sector is evolving and according to that defined research and innovation needs and within our network we we have very different uh, roles and and then this is a, a good framework for developing innovative projects in the field on, on logistics and within uh, this technology platform i'm coordinating the activities we are a small organization based in in brussels and i i lead all the all the activities within this technology platform I've read somewhere that Alice started under the European Commission initiative to establish a European technology platform on logistics. Can you tell us what the main objectives are of the platform and the current activities you're working on? Uh, sure, indeed. Alice uh, started seven years ago. Before Alice, there, there was an initiative called the European Intermodal Research Association. And also within the Green Cars initiative in 2008, uh, there was a chapter on logistics and and, uh, and commodality and uh, when drafting the Horizon Europe program uh, there was a discussion how the logistics uh, research and innovation needs could be addressed by the program and with the support uh, in, at that time of AirTrack and and uh, the logistics uh, uh, companies and stakeholders we developed the concept of ALICE, the Alliance for Logistics Innovation through Collaboration. Indeed, it was supported by a coordination and support action called WIN. And that was the seed in which we started the creation of, of the ETP. And two years after the project, we created and established formally the ALICE, although the organization was started running even before the end of the, of the project. As ALICE main objectives, we think really that freight transport and logistics from the user's perspective can deeply contribute to the decarbonization and climate change avoidance. And we think there is an important role to play in order to decarbonize freight transport and logistics mm -hmm. chains. So then we developed our roadmap for zero emissions logistics by 2050 that we presented in 2019. And this is our main objective is really how we can drive the uh, emissions uh, reductions to zero in a cost-effective and affordable way for all the, the companies, but also meeting the, the climate uh, objectives. Okay, so you mentioned the roadmap that you developed. So the core of your business is to develop roadmaps for action at the European and national level. They are all published on your website and they're co-written with industrial leaders active in logistics and supply chain. 
in this sense, they are a reference to rely on, I imagine. Is there a particular one you think it's worth mentioning, also considering the context we are living in, the one you just mentioned, the Zero Emission Logistics 2050? Maybe you can tell us more about this one or, or another one. Yeah, at the end, on the Zero Emissions Logistics Roadmap, we developed over one year, and indeed we presented the day before the Green Deal was presented mm -hmm. by the, the President of the Commission, so it was timely, but we, we didn't realize the roadmap overnight, of course. And, and there, indeed, it's quite interesting, the framework we developed in which they find five main areas of intervention. First of all, is how you can manage the growth of, of demand for freight transport. There are some technologies like 3D printing or how you can drive the consumers to make the right decisions in terms of uh, buying and how the goods are, are coming to their house. Uh, but also there are some actions more linked to how robotics and automation could make that uh, manufacturing capability could be close to the, to the demand. So then there is not so much transport needed, but of course it's important to get transport. Mm -hmm. And then the second chapter is more on, on how to make a smart use of transport modes and how we can make it a reality to increase rail freight transport and, and water one transport. The third one is more looking into how we can do a better use of the assets and, and the vehicles. And, and then fourth and fifth are more in developing the right uh, conditions for embracing new uh, technologies and new, uh, low emissions energy, energy sources and make it in an affordable way. Mm -hmm. And who is the main target of these ALICE roadmaps and how do you make sure that this target, the, the stakeholders, follow them? Yeah, for, for us, the main target of these roadmaps is indeed to be a tool for the companies in order to have a right framework for their own roadmaps. So then we want to support companies in their decision making and support them to understand what are the possibilities. For example, in this zero emission roadmap, what we say is that it's important to look into how to make your freight transport and logistics uh, more efficient because uh, cer certain conditions of the low emission vehicles could be enhanced if you have your uh, freight transport and logistics arranged. And then we are also working very much uh, with our members because all of them have already quite active plans and projects into uh, move into the different areas uh, that we are defining in our roadmap. So then we also support them in uh, finding uh, partners to develop those projects or, or gathering mm -hmm. the, the, the knowledge for, for moving on with the implementation of the roadmaps. Okay, and now back to the zero emission logistics. Achieving these zero emissions by 2050 is one of the main goals of the EC and the EU Green Deal ambition. In this respect, how does Atlas contribute towards it? Yeah, the way Alice is contributing to this is, first of all, raising awareness of uh, the potential role of uh, freight transport and, and logistics uh, companies and, and the users in this transition beyond the decarbonization or the creation of the technology. So, for example, many of our members are now reviewing their targets in terms of emission reductions. And some of them, they are not even transportation companies, but part of their uh, scope three emissions are on transportation and they are indeed committing to reduce the emissions not only on their scope one and scope two emissions, but also on the scope three. That this means 
freight transport and, and logistics. So there is where I think we can really contribute in trying to discuss and get with them which are the main challenges uh, that could be addressed through research and innovation so then we can provide answers uh, through projects and initiatives on how to move uh, forward to realize this decarbonization objectives, but in an affordable way for the for the companies and at the end for the society. Mm-hmm. Okay, another curiosity that we have is that, so the Alice platform has an extensive network thanks to the members' involvement who are experts in the field. So shippers, logistics service providers, etc. Aligning each stakeholder's individual vision under your umbrella in a competitive environment such as the logistics sector must be quite tough. How do you ensure this collaboration? First of all, I think it's important to say that we are focusing on pre-competitive activities. So then we are not really addressing market situations of today and indeed we are quite inclusive into that so then when we are looking more into the medium and long term and on non-competitive topics easier to get aligned and one of the important roles of the platform is at the end understand the other type of stakeholders thinking and get to a common understanding of the problem and from different perspective and this is the i think one of the main values from when, for example, when we develop this, this zero emissions roadmap, most of the times we realized the essence was shared, but maybe it was more a matter of wording or semantics or understanding each other. So then it was it was something that we needed to work out, but, but we managed uh, and at the end uh, you can address the, the interest and it's also part of the, of the process. So then you learned uh, uh, about the different stakeholders' uh, needs and interests and, and, and also constraints, of course. Mm-hmm. And also, Alice is one of the six European technology platforms that were set up by the EC in uh, 2013. Uh, each of them has a dedicated focus and area of expertise where they operate, like we know. However, I was wondering if there are collaborative systems in place between these technology platforms, especially considering the cross-cutting activities envisaged by the new European programs, for example. Yeah, uh, indeed, we, we have quite a lot of collaborations with the other technology platforms. And one particularly is the, the Transport Research Arena that is organized every two years. And there we shared with the European Commission and the host country, we, we shared the, the organization. And, and there is one joint project that we try to fulfill together with, with all the platforms and it's helping us also to understand what we do. And also it's the seed for a more concrete collaborations in the case of Alice, we also developed one document called Truly Integrated Transport System for Sustainable and Efficient Logistics. And in that, to develop that document, we also engage with all the transport ATPs. And, and then what this we developed this in 2013-14, and then we see how uh, this document that we developed uh, together with the other platforms still refer very much in more concrete roadmaps. So then it's trying to position and the different perspective or, or models perspective into uh, a broader context. So then it's a, a common uh, document that we have. And with AirTrack and Iraq, we also share a working group uh, on urban mobility that it's led by police. And then we are actually supporting quite a lot uh, the partnerships of Horizon Europe for two zero for CCIM on connected cooperative and autonomous mobility. Mm-hmm. And also we are pretty much discussing on the, on rail and on waterborne. 
Mm -hmm. And another interesting concept that the Alice platform has been a great supporter of, which we didn't mention yet, is the port of the future concept. And indeed, ports are the backbone of the European economy. They influence the whole transport chain and connect different forms of transport. And currently, there are four important EU initiatives with the common goal to develop innovative technologies and tools and strengthen the cooperation among the port communities. All of this is under your umbrella. How is Alice going to benefit from their results? Uh, actually, most of these projects are uh, working together with us under the program of liaison with uh, projects because at the end we, we really uh, want to have the knowledge and the results uh, generated in those projects that are public uh, to make them available for, for the sector. So then uh, most of them are now in the last part of the, of the project and, and our idea is really to, to extract uh, uh, which are the main results of those projects and to get uh, shared whenever possible through our knowledge platform. And, and this could be uh, the baseline for, for new projects and, and activities. And also we will gather these main results and we'll map and benchmark towards our roadmaps con completely on the corridors, hubs and synchromorality roadmap and on the physical internet roadmap on the section devoted to, to logistics nodes to understand which are which is the main contribution of these projects towards our, our roadmap implementation. And indeed through Alice we through also the, the coordination and support action docs the future. We work together to, to make these projects uh, collaborate and, and work together. Yes, and then our final question is kind of related to the current situation as we are going towards the second pandemic wave. Recently, Alice published a position paper summarizing important lessons learned from the first COVID-19 crisis. And this uh, position paper was on logistics and urban logistics. What are the main lessons learned to retain and how will they influence the supply chain patterns in the future? For me, what it has happened is that we needed to stay at, at home and sometimes now we still need to stay at home in the first wave and in the second wave. And, and this means that in order to access goods and services, we need to do it differently. And this is creating a, a big increase in, in e-commerce and everything dealing with sourcing from a close by or stores. So then consuming behavior is changing and most of this will stay. Then from a supply chain perspective, uh, it has been clear that some of the models were too rigid. And then in this case of disruptions or uh, these circumstances, those uh, rigid supply chains uh, fail. So then I, I think uh, supply chains will move to be more agile in future so then they can and more resilience also. But in the terms of agility, this means that they can adapt to changes in, in demand. And this is, was already a trend with Black Fridays and, and all those. So then, but this will be something that will be reinforced. And then also on resiliency. So then sometimes uh, we had problems because of trucks could not move uh, around certain borders. So then they needed to go around. And this will create also uh, systems uh, that are more uh, flexible, resilient uh, and agile from the side. And, and there is where we think uh, indeed the physical internet uh, concept will bring all these concepts uh, together to uh, really achieve uh, agility and to achieve uh, resilient freight transport networks, but also doing it in a very efficient way. So then we use better the assets and the resources uh, in a more shared way. So then for, for us, this is indeed what uh, will be kept uh, is the transition to more agile and resilient and 
without trade-off on being efficient supply chains. Okay, well, that was our last question. Thank you very much, Fernando, for this interesting discussion on logistics and how it's uh, evolving uh, in the past few years and in the future. This was my last question, and thank you again, and have a nice day. Thank you, Andrea. Bye-bye. You too, bye-bye. If you like this podcast and want to know more about Magellan, check out our website at www.magellan-association.org.